the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. B-Pod Studios. This meeting is being live streamed. We're live streaming our meeting, Timmy. Great. Oh, let me confirm. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. This meeting of the Wicked Fast Podcast. Fast Podcast. <laughs> Now, the Wicked Fast Podcast with Lungboy and Timmy G. Hey, it's Daytona 500 winner Michael McDowell. You're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey, this is William Byron, driver of the number 24 Liberty University Chevrolet, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey, this is Kyle Busch, driver of the M&M Toyota, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey, this is Alex Bowman, driver of the Ally 48 for Hendrick Motorsport. And you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey guys, it's Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey, this is Kevin Harvick, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey, it's Ryan Blaney, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hey, this is Kurt Busch, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Now, is there anyone out there who wants to go fast? Anybody? Yeah. I want to go fast. Yeah! yeah. Woo-hoo. All right. Yeah, buddy. That's the last time you're going to hear some of those names right there. Yeah, Wicked that's fast. right. Wicked Fast Podcast, episode 210. Brian Bell here. Timmy G over here. What's up, everyone? How we doing? Good, good. We're two races into the playoffs. We got a uh, cutoff race coming up. We'll yep. uh, recap everything from Richmond. And we do have a special guest checking in today as well, uh, our buddy TJ Majors, who's now the spotter for the number two. Brad Keselowski team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but, of course, you can find us on the uh, Twitter machine, at WickedFastPDCST, at WickedFastPodcast on Instagram, and uh, we're streaming this on our Facebook page as well, WickedFastPodcast there, or you can check out uh, B-Pod Studios for any of the fine Beasley Media Group podcasts or oh, Timmy's family of podcasts over with uh, Big Night Entertainment, including his uh, banner, banter, podcast, Celtic stuff. So there you go. Yep. All right, bud. How are you? What's going on? We're back to a Wednesday, just because I have a haircut tomorrow. So I get uh, I get a lot of things going on. Okay. Hey, you know what's funny? Very. I'm busy. getting my haircut tomorrow too. We we do these things together. Let me ask uh, you a question though. Okay. So the girl who cut, who's been cutting my hair for years, yeah, she's going on maternity leave on Friday. Okay. And I get my haircut every two weeks. Yeah. Should I just pick it and go bald tomorrow? I don't think I'd recommend that. Okay. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Because you don't like, you didn't like my facial hair when I had a lot of facial hair. That's a commitment. So I feel it. So I feel like you're, you're a good person to ask. I, I, I think, I mean, I always see you wearing a hat. So, I, which is why I feel like going bald would I, be okay. I mean, I guess, you know, how long is it? Still. Right now? Yeah. My hair? Yeah. Let me see. Take your hat off. If you're watching on Facebook. I mean, it's very short. But my you forehead you is make so. But my forehead's already so big. Yeah. So what? What's the point of just making it a bigger forehead? I wouldn't do that. Okay. I just. I. I don't. I don't think I'd do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's good. But yeah, put definitely put the hat back on. Uh, okay. So. 
you. Uh, so we'll be getting our haircut tomorrow. So we've got that established. So that's good. I, uh, maybe what you can do is have the girl that normally does your hair maybe recommend someone, you know, while she's out that she trusts yeah. for that yeah. that head of hair of yours. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Anyways, Richmond. Richmond. Woo! Hey, MTJ. Isn't that who I said was going to win? Yeah. Who did yeah. you pick? I mean, I, I technically didn't pick anyone because <laughs> I'm you still I'm have locked. to pick Kevin Harvick. <laughs> so technically. But with that being said, I did pick Martin Truex Jr. to win in our fantasy league. Yes, I did too. So, yeah. Um, Fantasy's been very aggressive. A lot of points scored the last couple of races. But we'll yes. get into that. In yes, we will get into all of that. And, uh, yes, MTJ, so that's good. And a couple guys, you know, again, second race, shake up in, you know, the cut line. And Hendrick, ooh. Ooh. Yee. I mean, it, it's even crazy to think that there were six Chevys going into the round of 16. And if it were to end right now, there's only two Chevys left. Yeah. And Chevy's been uh, – Chevy's – will most likely win the manufacturer title unless something absolutely banana happens with Toyota and Ford for these last, what, eight or seven or eight races. But I think the craziest part about this Martin Truex Jr. thing is, like, he had such a bleep show of a first lap. Yeah. Because he got penalized because he crossed the finish line before Denny Hamlin, who's his teammate, then blamed Denny for not actually not doing what he was supposed to do properly. And he wasn't even technically supposed to be in the front row. But yeah. Kyle Larson failed multiple inspections but yeah it was very strange but yeah good day for gibbs yeah one <laughs> so, two three finish yeah. they've won the first two playoff races and kyle bush was not one of the one two three if kyle bush does not make the playoffs after bristol folks i will have my popcorn ready for that interview yes but, that, but that he did he did enough to move himself off the bubble for sure, yeah. So, I mean, he that was finished ninth. That was he big. Got a lot of stage points. He he did a good job. But the question is, do you think Joe Gibbs can sweep the first round? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Because Kyle Busch is ridiculous there. Mm-hmm. Martin Truex Jr. and Denny Hamlin are going to be on the front row. Yep. At Bristol. I mean, that's it's funny with this whole like short. I wonder track if that's round. ever happened. I wonder if that's ever happened. I'm sure we'll probably get a tweet later on from someone, you know, who's a listener. Thanks. You know, we appreciate all the support. Um, I'm wondering if that has ever happened since they've done the playoffs, a team winning all three races with different drivers. I bet it has. Let's see. I bet it's, it's, yeah, that's interesting. Because, they're, like, they're you think about, like, peaking you know, at the right time. Yeah, they're absolutely peaking at the right time because especially Martin Truex Jr. Like Martin Truex Jr. was so good at the beginning of the season and then was nowhere to be found. And then now he's on his way to the second round. But speaking of Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, yikes. Yeah. And and I thought Dale and uh, Jeff Burton brought up a great point during the broadcast. Like that was a really hard hit because he didn't have – it was on the driver's side and it's not like either of the fenders hit first. That was just door-to-wall contact. Yeah. But because of that, because even though he crashed so early and because he dropped so far in the points, because he still has a better finish than Alex Bowman, he's still in 12th. Right. So he's still hanging crazy. in there. So, and, so and, if, every, 
But it would also made it easier for my fantasy because I just put him right in the garage and didn't have to worry about the rest of the race. So thanks for uh, that. I appreciate that. I left I left points on the table. I had Christopher Bell in my garage, Ooh. but I left Eric Amarola out there, so I had twelve points left in the garage. I know. Actually, John hit us up on Twitter that said he hates when he leaves points in, or was it Nate? Maybe it was yeah, Nate. Nate. Yeah. Nate that said mm-hmm. he hates when he leaves points in the garage. But then he ended up by the end of the race, he didn't, and you left yeah. like thirty points in the garage. Yeah. It was could have not run ideal. away with the race. Yeah, I, I, I could have, but yeah, that that should be your fantasy team name next year. Points in the garage. Points in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll change it right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm trying to think what else really happened because it wasn't like a crazy race. No, you know, like it wasn't like the Darlington race because the Darlington race was bananas from start to finish. You know, this was a good, fine, competitive, average NASCAR race. I mean, I feel terrible for Michael McDowell. I mean, yeah. three pit road speeding penalties. Like, I we love Michael McDowell. There were a lot of pit road speeding penalties in this. But there race, always really. was. Yeah, there I mean, always has been at Richmond because it's yeah. such a hard place to enter, especially yeah. going into three right off that back straightaway. Especially yeah. if you're racing yeah. in green flag pit stops, it's it's, it's tough. But uh, Chase finished fourth, which was great. He's able to move himself up. He now has a double digit point lead over that tw- uh that 13th spot but yeah i mean right now it's it's gonna be really it's who is going to fill the final two spots because martin Truex jr and denny hamlin look very very strong right now uh, yeah very, I, very and strong. i think joey i think will probably be right there he's joey is joey's pulling strong. that joey's pulling the kevin harvick yeah steady is steady and steady. quiet Getting it, getting the job done. No one's really talking about him, but we notice. Yeah, the diehards notice, and and even someone like Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick is currently in sixth right now. He started sixteenth, folks. Yeah, like, and I and I've known some crap luck has happened. You look at Michael McDowell, Alex Bowman, William Byron. You know, you look at all those names, but like, Kevin Harvick's pretty darn close. Yeah, for sure. And then Kyle Larson, he already clinched a playoff spot. He only had to do a couple things to do that. He's plus 98 to the good, so I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Since you can only, I think the the max points you can gain is like 50 or something. So I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he should be all right. Yeah. Um, Or 50 or 60, however many points it is. I forget. Yeah. But yeah, so right now, standings, um, you know, you obviously have Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. They're moving on. Kyle Larson is moving on. Joey Logano's fourth. Laney's fifth. Harvick is sixth. And all of those guys are plus 25 or more. So that's basically a lock for both of them, unless something banana Catastrophic happens happens right off the bat. Yeah. Um, Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, and Brad Kay, those are spots seven and nine. They all have double-digit point leads. And then you have Kyle Busch in 10th. He's plus eight. Eric Eric Amarola is plus three. And then Kurt Busch is tied with Alex Bowman. But since he has a better finish, Alex Bowman's 13th. Tyler Reddick, good at Bristol. He's right there. He's minus five. William Byron is going to have to win. I mean, minus 18, he's – Something crazy is going to have to happen for that 2014 to get in. Yeah. Um, and then Michael McDowell, he'll also have to win. He's minus 38. So no shot there. But yeah, yeah it's just going to be crazy because Chevy could lose literally. Th- there could be a chance if Michael McDowell wins, for example, and everything stays as is. Chevy could lose four out of its six playoff drivers in this next race. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a lot that can go. <laughs> and they, 
they but it's but they're gonna like say they're two best ones. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> this is true. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Larson and Chase. I mean, if if you're gonna have any two drivers left for Chevy, you're yeah. you're gonna pick those two. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's funny because I mean Bowman has had such a strong season. He had what three wins this year? I mean, yeah, three wins. Season. I mean, even Alex Bowman, he had like twelve yeah. consecutive top tens or something. You know, yeah. so like they've all just... had great seasons. So. Very interesting, but oh, your boy Ryan Blaney after the race was very funny. He uh, he was like, for the first time, you can mark it on a calendar. I had fun at Richmond because <laughs> he's, he's usually terrible at Richmond. Yeah, I know. I didn't I didn't have him in my lineup. Yeah, so excellent. Um, uh, we should be getting a, a call any minute now, hopefully from TJ. Um, but yeah. You want to hit some of the fantasy? Should we hit fantasy right yeah, now? Yeah, while we're, yeah, we can hit fantasy uh, while we're waiting. Because fantasy is obviously important, but TJ is more important. Didn't have it open yet. So let me get it up to the uh, That's all right. fantasy screen. Here and then those of you following along on the Facebook page. I'm wondering if uh, TJ will be allowed to talk about... Uh, the schedule, because I know it's technically officially not released yet. They only really released the clash information. Right, which was pretty neat. But the funniest thing was um, Brent Kennedy, the NASCAR Senior Vice President of Strategy and Innovation for NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> the best part was, I think the large fan base that we have here in Los Angeles, the largest that we actually have in the nation, <laughs> um, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's not true at all. All right. Well, here's our fantasy screen. But, I mean, look at these points. I mean, if you go back four or five weeks ago, we, like, yeah, people the winner was like 180 hitting... points yeah, exactly. was winning the race. So, yeah, John Voice LeBaron, 271 for the race. That uh, that could be one of the highest we've ever had. Highest total for a race. That was uh, amazing. Yeah. What? Uh... But, like, if you were to think about it, two or three weeks ago, like Bubba Boucher, like, yeah. If you or Bubba Busher, whatever it is, if you had 207 points, you were winning. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I mean, you you came in third here and you left like 30 points in the garage. So you yeah. really should have won this race. Uh but yeah. Guy named Bell, you left him in the garage. I don't know how you can do that. So mm-hmm. let's check the now we can check the playoff standings. Yeah, we can do playoff standings. And now John, fast oh. podcaster, is up two on John Voigt's LeBaron, and I am in third place, just oh. barely. Hey, Jen. Over you. Get your, get your ish together, Jen. Come on. Yeah, the overall standings, John Voigt's LeBaron is still in the lead, and fast on the podcaster is way down here in fourth. Yeah. So he's having a good playoffs. That's cute. Good. So that's good. Yeah. Um, what so we, what else? What should we look for for this? Uh, I mean, do you want to talk about the the schedule? Let's talk schedule because maybe we can All ask right. TJ about it. We'll see uh, what's up. All right. So the athletic reported yesterday. For those of you that don't have the athletic, it's the sneaky good version of ESPN.com with some great articles, some great information. But anyways, NASCAR is going to announce their schedule. I think next week, but the news got out, so it could be changing. And there are definitely some changes going on with NASCAR. Um, the Clash which is kind of like the uh, preseason race, if you will. Yeah. It's even it's even before the duels at Daytona. Uh, that is moving to the L.A. Coliseum. 
And you're probably saying to yourself, oh, they're going to do it in the parking lot? Yeah. No, they're doing it inside the Coliseum. I saw this announcement yesterday. I was like, that is crazy. And this is there's not going to be middle ground here. This is either going to be an epic event yep. or a horrendous failure. Like, there is no way that there's going to be a middle ground that people are going to be like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. I just feel like it's going to be really cool or it's just going to be really dumb. Yeah. Because it's like they're building this track in like January and then running the race in February. I'm like, wow. And it's so it's the weekend before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it's like in between. Yeah. It's so weird. Because the other thing is, is interesting. How is the track going to hold up? Right. Like, I know it's not a long race. I mean, we all know that. Yeah. And it's not high speed. It's a quarter mile. So it's not going to be super crazy speeds. But with all the rubber that's going to be put down and stuff, like, it's just going to be so weird. I feel like, you know how they they come in for a weekend and and build the, uh, you know, bring in all the dirt for, like, the monster trucks? Yeah, but that's dirt. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm just saying. But it's like that where they put together a whole thing that... I just I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I like especially like safety barriers and like fencing yeah, like, and I I can't wait to I see just, it. I just feel like it's a lot for a sport that can't get a big time sponsor. But yeah, but I think this puts you in front of a lot of eyes in a major market, and it's it kind of goes back to like Chase what he was saying when he raced the race at Nashville. Like, why can't we race in a city in a where city. there are already people there? So it's it's following along with, like, that narrative. You know what I mean? Like, they're no, going to go to where there are people. I get so, that. So, hey, it's worth a shot. And I, I applaud NASCAR for trying weird stuff. No, that for sure. You know? That they, they have no problem taking risks. I just don't want NASCAR to get Hollywood either. Right. Because right. I think one of the cool things about NASCAR is, you know, how old school it is in, in that form, if that makes sense. I'm just going to shoot TJ a quick email. Um, all right. But what else is changing? Um, Las Vegas is still getting their two races. Boo-hoo. We're still going to have six road courses. We're still going to have the Bristol Dirt Race. I guess that was a huge success for NASCAR. The All-Star Race is going to be at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, They're going to the Worldwide Technology Raceway in Illinois, which is kind of near. I I know this is going to sound weird. Also near St. Louis as well. So that's going to be a new track on the circuit. They're going to the Nashville Super Speedway, which will be cool. Um, And then Loudoun will be July 17th. Okay. Um, And this this year they only have one off week. One. Huh. Which is bizarre because they took off, you know, which is – it may – we may think that's weird because of, you know, the two-week thing that they took after Loudon because, because of the, of the Olympics. Because of the Olympic that. break, yeah. Yeah. All the elimination races are staying the same. Really? Okay. Yeah. So playoffs next year will be Darlington, Kansas, Bristol. So Richmond is not getting a playoff race. Okay. Texas, Talladega, the Roval will be the other elimination race. Wow. And then... That's rough. Then... Las Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville for the elimination race, and then Phoenix. Interesting. So okay. I'm glad Homestead got another race. 
is Daytona still the kind of the last last regular, regular season? season? Yep. Okay. Yep. So the last it will it'll go New Hampshire, Pocono. Pocono is only getting one race, and that's why uh, the they're adding the worldwide technology raceway. Yeah. Um, it's getting that race. So New Hampshire, Pocono, Indy Road Course, yep. Michigan, Richmond, the Glen, Daytona. That's hmm. how the regular season ends. So that'll be interesting. Um, but no, I mean, it looks like a good schedule for sure. Oh, but we need to make plans to go to Coda. To what? Oh, the, uh, yeah, the uh, down in Austin. Down in Austin. Talk to Danny. I'll talk to my buddy Dave. March 27th. Ooh, March. Get away from. Yeah. Ooh. Might be tough. Taking the family to Disney World in April. So. To the kids now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if it was like a surprise. Nah. Nah. Kids hate surprises. Really? Or your kids <laughs> hate surprises. <laughs> no, we we're doing a trip with like some other families, so it's all Oh, whole big oh, thing. okay, okay. Whole big thing. You going to like Universal too or just the Disney park? Just Disney and Star Wars and all that stuff. I don't know. Well, just, I just along for a ride. I hope Kate Bell records you in the Star Wars thing. Not now, kids. This is for daddy. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Give me my beer and let me roll. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Any anyway. word from TJ? Uh, no, I have not heard from him yet. All right. Well, do you want to roll. talk? Yeah, just. All right. We'll just roll. So um, we are going to be at Bristol. Yeah. Uh, Elimination race of the round of 16, and we go into the round of 12. Um, but Saturday night, another Saturday night extravaganza, 7.30 p.m. on NBCSN for the Bass Pro Shop NRA Night Race nice. America. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> wow. You need to jam a few more, like America. Yeah. Guns and fishing. Guns and fishing yeah, redheads. <laughs> All right. Um, so the starting lineup, front row, Joe yeah. Gibbs heavy, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., followed by Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Brad Kay will be in the 10th spot. Now, yeah. it's kind of weird because the last time we were here, there was a whole bunch of dirt on the track. Yeah. Did they clean it up? <laughs> they yeah, get some hopefully brooms they out? cleaned it. Hopefully they got rid of it all. Uh, and there's not a speck left. Um, but Joey Logano won that race, so you kind of can't say that Joey Logano is good, but you kind of can say that he's good here, and I'll explain that in a little bit. Hmm. Um, he beat out Ricky Stenhouse Jr., which um, it's probably not going to happen again. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the last time they raced on the concrete here was September 19th of 2020, um, and Kevin Harvick won that race. Hmm, he could use that. I could use that so I could pick my normal people for the love of God, Kevin. Watch this like carry into next year. Yeah. Um, but Kyle Bush finished second, obviously needed. Yep. Tyler Reddick finished fourth, Ooh. obviously needed. Oh, Eric Amarola finished fifth. Oh. Uh, hey, Wicked Fast Podcast. The Wicked Fast Podcast with Longboy and Timmy G. I feel the need. The need. Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. 
And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Oh, I thought this was the Buffalo Bills hotline. Yeah, it is. Yes, this is, <laughs> this is the 0-1 uh, hotline for, for all teams. This is the uh, we're all trailing the Dolphins in the division hotline. What's yeah, up? that makes me sick, but it's better than, better than trailing the Patriots. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, just you wait. Now you're back on this train. Now you got the next Tom Brady. It's we're back, baby. Years, we're right? back. <laughs> Tom who? Back. Tom who? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but that's why that's why when you walk around Boston now you see more Tampa Bay Buccaneers hats than you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not you are not wrong there. We had a, a, yes. a guy from uh, one of our sister stations went down for the opening game and said that at yeah. the, at Tampa there's they sell out in the parking lot these jerseys that are half Patriots half Tampa Bay. <laughs> and I'm like that. Listen, is just, I mean I, I don't blame wrong. people and I think it's I think it's actually kind of fair that Patriots fans can still root for Tom Brady. I mean, I, how can that guy be? You, you, it'd be hard not to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, twenty years with a guy. Twenty years yeah. with a guy. You can't. Yeah, just... I mean, he's arguably going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. So, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's nothing nothing new to me. There, I'm, I'm I hate playing against him, but I can also appreciate the, you know, how good he really was in in this day and age. So, right. I think um, crazy. I do think he's probably the greatest. Probably. Probably the best of all time. So yeah, all he does is win. Well, hey, look, listen, everybody. It's our buddy TJ Majors who has uh, switched teams as well. He's uh, now spotting for the number two, still with the Penske boys. But uh, <laughs> what, what, how's things going uh, with uh, our buddy Brad Keselowski? Who, of course, we ah, uh, good. We, we told good, him in man. New Hampshire. Like... Actually, we 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 caught up with him and told him <laughs> that he won our poll of uh, most punchable face in NASCAR. Oh, Brad did. Yeah. He did last year. Oh, last season, one of our questions that we asked everybody who was on drivers, everybody, you answered it too. He was far and away the most punchable face in NASCAR by our guests. And he had a pretty well, funny I response could, too. He, yeah. he said, "I'll take the win." I'll take he said, "I'll take the win." I'll take the win. Hey, a win's a win, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say that you know, it is um, it's very. Uh, I'm not sure polls and this stuff really, um, social media polls and stuff like that are really good to go by because I've seen a lot of polls skewed by just, um, you know, who wins the race. You know, we could have had a, um, we could have had a Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski side by side finish at, at, at Loudon up there. Yeah. And if, you know, if some, one of the most popular drivers had wrecked, it'd have been the worst race ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, like, it just matters so much on who's popular and does well at that point. Um, you know, rather than what kind of really appreciating the race for itself, if you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. So before we dive into the playoffs and all that, Loudon, how dark was it from your point of view up there? Because I was on the back um, stretch and I couldn't even see the front stretch. I don't think it was too bad. I don't, okay. it wasn't, I would have finished the race. Okay. I think we could. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen people drive around town with their headlights off and they don't seem to have any issues. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> there you go. But I mean, you know, you see that guy once in a while driving around at night and you, you kind of flash your lights and <clears throat> you wonder what he's seeing, but obviously he, he must be able to see. Okay. But you know, I, 
I think we could have ran. What they cut it five laps short or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what's that? Two minutes? You know, two and a half minutes. Yeah. I think we, yeah. like, to me, I'd, I'd have just finished yeah, it out. Then. What's the difference at that? But point? <laughs> um, it was getting dark. But you know, I, honestly, I thought it was really cool because you could see sparks and rotors and stuff like that. You know, and For sure, yeah. come out at night. Like things come out at night like that, and it actually looked. It actually looked pretty awesome. So, um, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it was getting dark, but it was okay. I think for another couple laps, if it was like a, like a mist or a fog or something, then that probably would have, um, you know, been tougher to do at that point. But, um, no, and it was, it was a good race too. I thought, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it had some drama in the beginning, obviously that, you know, obviously that's, that's a tough break there, but, um, it was a good race. And, um, I thought, uh, thought with the with the 22 car then we had a shot at winning that race um even near the end there if we could have got a late caution we were two laps down at one point early there so yeah i think if we get a late caution i really think we could have been a factor of that race but then my new car was also a factor in that race and so yeah. was the teammate so that was it was a good weekend yeah well now what you know i know there was the little shake-up where you guys all kind of switched around you know a couple what just before the playoffs uh, it was for the yeah. It was uh, two weeks before the playoffs. Yeah. Um. And it and if we didn't switch then, it wasn't going to work. Um. Because right. we needed. I felt like, you know, it was definitely important to get that time before the playoffs started. I really wasn't worried about working with Brad because I worked with Brad until we went cup racing at Junior Motorsports. Okay. So yeah. and you guys this, are boys, this, right? I mean, weren't you guys this, like in? Well, so that's what I yeah. Yeah. So this switch makes more sense than what everybody is thinking and i've worked with my best friends before with dale jr and brad as well so i know the connection that you have like there's been times where i've said to dale jr like we know what each other's thinking like did you see that yeah i saw that reminded me of this yeah so you know you're on the same page right almost like a little shorthand yeah so and and me and brad live with live next to each other um in townhouses uh my wife my wife hated it but um (laughs) it was uh i mean i mean heck i mean i like you know, I was there when Brad first moved there. So we like, I think I taught him how to bake and cook. So, um, <laughs> you know, and Brad's been one of my best friends for a long time. He's best man at my wedding. I was best man at his wedding. So we That's know cool. each other really well. And it, it was, um, it was, uh, honestly, it was kind of a fun, you know, I didn't really see it coming, but it worked out well because Coleman and Joey have the same type of relationship. They were each other's best man, and, and you know, it, so it, the switch really made a lot of common sense. I, I just like, don't. Why weren't we doing this before? <laughs> well, well, yeah. I don't think it lined up until you know Coleman got in there and was able to, you know, show you know prove you know he's the, when Coleman got to go to Pansky, that was kind of his chance to, um, you know, he was moving up the ladder then and and uh, working his way up, and it kind of worked out perfect. Um, you know, it kind of lined up perfect with Brad, you know, kind of doing his own deal and, and, um, you know, Coleman working his way up, everything kind of lined up really good for everybody. So I think it was, uh, like you said, it's like, almost like, why don't we just do this before? Um, but it didn't really, it didn't really line up right until, until really recently here. So, um, but I think everybody's pretty happy with it. Um, you know, me and, uh, I've spent a lot of time with Brad over the last few weeks and things are, um, blending really well there and um so i i really don't uh i really think it makes good sense for everybody is uh, you know involved here so once all the crew chiefs and drivers and and um 
spotters and the big guys said okay to it, we uh, were able to make the switch before Michigan there, and and uh, it's been good though. I think it's uh, me and Brad didn't really have much of a much of an adjustment period because you know we had worked with each other before, and um, I actually spotted that Talladega I racing race for him that he won. I was actually spotting for him on there, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a little bit of a dose what it was going to be like, you know, coming up to it. So, um, cool. but no, I think it's been good, man. Kind of surprising, but, you know, I think everybody's pretty happy. Nice. So does this also mean you're going to be going to Roush Fenway or is that can't be talked about yet? <laughs> I haven't, uh, I haven't, we, I haven't decided yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously things, you know, point that direction. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like yeah. don't work on yeah, Brad, yeah. It, you know, mm-hmm. if that opportunity's there, I don't think. I don't see how we miss it, um, but things are definitely leaning in that direction. Um, you know, we're not trying to trying to kind of wait on all that until we, you know, we want to make a focus all our effort on the on the playoffs here and the championship, yeah. and you know, put everything we can into that, and yeah. everything else will fall into place. You know, kind of like it has now. So I don't think, um, you know, it's not not too big of an urgency for me, but you know. I don't. I don't see how that doesn't happen. Yeah, it'll all sort itself out. Hey, did you spot for Dale at Richmond when he ran? Saturday, <laughs> you know, you know the answer to that. I know. I know you've seen. I know you saw the. Uh, <laughs> you know him, him get a little animated and stuff. I think that was a highlight of the race. Yeah, there was something. So, what, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think uh, if you ride bikes with him again, don't you know? Feel free to <laughs> throw a stick in them spokes or something for me. <laughs> Has it just been too long for you guys, or what? <laughs> well, I, I, well, that 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 was just a normal weekend anyway. So um, that, that was kind of normal, you know. Oh, and man. and uh, like, that's pretty. Uh, I figured something like it, and like I don't. It doesn't doesn't really bother me that much at all because I know I know his personality and his, you know how he is, and and um, you know I, it doesn't really bother me that much. It, it's funny because you know he'll about the lap time thing. I give him a lap time because you kind of spread out of Richmond, so you want to give right. the driver lap time so he can kind of race the track. You know, race himself a little bit. Like, okay, it's twenty five. Next lap's of thirty. So I'm, you know, that wasn't any better. You know, just make a little change. Try to try to be consistent with it. And you know, then he decides he doesn't want lap times, and five laps later, he just wants to know if it's a good lap or bad lap. You know, <laughs> so it's <laughs> yeah. like, which it, which I which, knew was coming because he always kind of gets like that. I don't want him, but wait a minute. I, yeah, I want. I do want some. Just tell me if it's you bad. Know what I mean? Tell me if it's bad. It, well, he can't really say it. I mean, yeah. it, he had to say it that way because he was like, "Hey, all right, give me lap time." Then he looks like then he looks worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, it was fun. I thought um, thought he did a really good job for you know not being in the car for almost a year or whenever the Homestead race was last year. Yeah. He seems to pick up. Uh, he seems to pick the stuff up pretty quick still and, and have a good time with it. And I thought uh, he had some pretty interesting moments in the race. And overall, it was a fun race. He, I know it's frustrating, you know, speeding on pit road deal. I think we could have come out of there with a top five. So, you know, that was a, that's a little frustrating, but it's part of it. But a fun race overall. Yeah. Do you think Dale Jr. will ever do the SRX racing? Um, I don't know. I think if it was a track that he was comfortable with, he would maybe consider it, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what his, uh, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what his, um, permissions are there. Yeah. Right. You know, and that yeah, way, he, he let, you know, he's five minutes up the road and he's got, you know, I don't know. We need to start carpooling on this school stuff. Cause our, our, um, 
youngest daughter, uh, my youngest, his oldest, go to the same school. So, oh, that's awesome. And he has he has <laughs> to go by my he has to go by my road to get to the school. So I'm kind of waiting. Uh, I think I'm just going to put a car seat at his house, let him put it in, and yeah, right. pick mine up too on the way by. Yeah. Yeah. So, I got to pick up what, like three uh, kids at school every day. I got like a whole you know just fill the car. He's got with daddy many. daycare. Yeah. He's got daddy daycare duties during the day sometimes too yeah. now. So yeah, it, it's uh, it's tiring. So <laughs> no wonder he gets so testy when he's in the car. I, I get yeah, that. Not, yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's a whole different guy now. Uh, hey, yeah. speaking of track comfort, just cause we, just before you called, we were talking about the new schedule and a race at the LA Coliseum for next year for the clash. Like what, I, I, what do you think that's even going to be like? Are they, and are they going to get anything on iRacing for that, that you can practice? <laughs> like how, how is that even going to work? I don't know. Um, I'm sure if the if I racing knows the measurements of the track, they can build something. Um, those guys are really good at doing that stuff. Um, but I don't know, man. And it like, I don't know why, like, it seems some people are pretty upset at it, but I don't know. Um, I mean, it's an exhibition race, you know, it's not like we're going there running for a million bucks or something, you know, and you know, it's an exhibition race. So I'm not going to knock it until we go there. It might be a really good race. You know, we might go there and, and we've always said we want more short tracks. Well, this is going to be the ultimate short track. Yeah, right. You know, as far as like how big it is and stuff. So, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of I'm not I'm optimistic about it. I think uh, I think it has potential to be exciting the week before the Super Bowl. You know, it, it, it could be. Um, it's going to put a lot, a lot of eyes here. put a lot of eyes yeah. on the sport. You know, in that area, man, we go out there and have a little short track battle, and you know, a couple guys get to each other, and you know, like they probably will at this track. Yeah. You know, it's so small and stuff. So, I'm uh, I'm optimistic about it. And I think, you know, uh, shoot, I'm looking forward to it. Why not? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just, I just love the NASCAR. I was just like, we're gonna put you guys in new, in a new car, and a new track. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, figure it out, not? fellas. I mean, we went to tracks last year though for the first time with no experience at all. Yeah. And the drivers did fine. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. These guys are going to figure it out. They know what they're doing. They're, you know, they do their guy, homework. Every cup guy in this field is not going to go there and be like, "Man, I'm I don't have any idea." Get around. They're 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 race car drivers, man. They'll they'll figure it out, There's you know. And they're going to be like, I don't. I mean, we ran road courses that we'd never raced before, and our first, you know, first um, lap in the turn one was the first time for all of them on the track. So I know they'll figure it out, especially a short track. Yeah, you know, how, most how of these has guys that been as as a tons of them. as a spotter like the you know like down at um you know in Austin like how is it spotting it? Well, I mean, you can't course? see much of the track where where, where we're at, and I mean, there, there's spotting is just like them guys figuring out. Once you spot it enough, you're gonna figure it out. You're mm-hmm. you just tell them where the cars are. You know, if the guy's there, he's there, right? So, you know, there's a you'll see techniques and stuff like after you get through the start. You know, then you're then you're looking for techniques. What's this guy doing different, finding speed? If you see something, you tell him. You know, and hey, this guy's entering a little high, a little. He's turning a little later, coming off a little lower and straighter. Yeah, looks a little bit faster. You were you're looking for things like that. And um, the race there, I mean, it was raining majority of the time, and that might have. <laughs> I'm not sure. Two years ago, you ever told me I'd be involved in an event like that? I would have said you're probably crazy. But <laughs> yeah. you know, now it's we've done it. It's in the books and. Um, but you just adjust everyone, everyone adjusts, you know, over time and you figure it out. Like these guys going on a new track, they figured out, we figured out the same way. Yeah. Well now they're heading into the, you know, 
cutoff race of the playoffs. You guys seem to be pretty good for uh, moving on to the next round, the round of 12. Um, how is the team focused? What do you, you know, of course, every week you're trying to get better and do better. Yeah. How are you guys feeling moving forward, though? Um, I mean, obviously, we. I wish we had a, a little more, a few more points in the bank there to, to have a little more comfort, but we're not in a bad spot. Obviously, you know, this is the round where you can't really go and have a bad race. So, and we've, we've put together two okay races, not great by any means, but we've done what we've had to do to have a little bit of a cushion where the pressure's on them guys. You know, all we need to do is maintain. Yeah. You know, if we maintain, we're going to be okay. So that's, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't think anybody feels safe except for maybe the top five or so, you know, maybe up to Joey where he's at, but you know, I don't know if anybody from there back, I mean, you're, you know, it's, you don't want to have any bad luck for sure. So you never know what can happen, anything. So just a nice quiet. If you'd have told me we were going to run back half of the top 10, both stages and finish in top 10, I think we're pretty good. Yeah. How how does it feel to have like the, I just feel like it's kind of neat to have the first round of the playoffs be just the short tracks kind of just <laughs> boom, 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 boom. It's like, just, you know. I mean, this makes it, this is, this is what makes it exciting though. Right. I mean, short tracks and, plate races and stuff because the they're exciting because of the unknown yeah you know what i mean like you don't know and the, these places go and like look ryan blaney ryan blaney's leading the race there two three years or a couple years ago or something and he's going off turn two there's a wreck in front of him there's nowhere to go you know and then he's in it so you never you never know what's going to happen at these places and that that makes it exciting man and that's what's um that's what this system, I think, has. That's what this system's supposed to do. You know, it's supposed to make it. They don't want the, you know, fifty point, seventy point lead for a guy where no one's going to get to him, and there's no real, you know, no real pressure or anything. This this builds pressure, um, you know, and makes it exciting. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very happy that they took Richmond out of the playoffs for next year. I feel like Richmond should always <laughs> be like a playoff race. Yeah, I mean, I will say that I love going to Richmond, but I will say it, it's it's the only time there's really um really uh any real tense moments there. It seems to be, you know, self-inflicted. Um yeah, like speeding penalties, things like that, yeah. you know, self-inflicted penalties kind of um have been characteristic there. You know, I I kind of miss when we used to roll in there and run that third and fourth lane and stuff and, yep. and, you know, things like that. But it's still, um, it's, I still love going to Richmond, but it just doesn't, I mean, I don't know, man, these, these guys don't seem to fight the cars like they used to there, um, in the past. So it's kind of, uh, you know, the only really real wrecks we had were kind of by, um, you know, flat tires or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's not just Richmond, that's characteristic you know, for a lot of places. I remember used, we used to go to Charlotte and I mean, at some point you knew somebody was going to back, back it in and turn one, just trying too hard, you yeah. know, and you don't really, you don't see that as much anymore. So, but <laughs> everybody just getting uh, too good. <laughs> uh, well, I just think, I just think the cars are too stuck to the ground. Honestly, yeah. in my yeah. opinion, yeah. you know, that that's my opinion on it. They're just, they look like slot cars going around there, but you know, they're still on edge. These guys will still fight loose and tight and things like that, but they're not, you know, they're not hanging on. Um, they're not hanging on to these things like they used to. Interesting. Um, one quick question before we let you go. 
Um, the Kyle Larson move against Denny Hamlin. Yeah. How insane is was that? Like from your Which point one? of view, like the one where he just drove it so hard. Into oh, in Darlington. Darlington. Yeah, yeah. In Darlington. Sorry. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Like, <laughs> how crazy was that? In in your um, eyes. Pretty. Uh, I mean, uh, we were we were actually racing with Kurt, so I could watch it as it was happening. But I, when I saw the replay of it, I was like, "Holy cow! It almost worked." Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If Denny, if Denny really heads up play by Denny because if he runs that that line where you pull down off the wall and, and you know straight run down off the corner there if he runs that line there's a good chance that five gets on the outside of him yeah because he went and, to ludicrous speed <laughs> yeah because like, if you're a spotter how do you call that be like here he comes and oh he's going for yeah it. I mean I, I, I mean even call that I would just say you know up against the wall, three back, two back, one back, right with you, right brace, with you. Brace for then, impact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure at that point, Denny's, Denny's glancing up, you know, and, and watching him at that point. So, um, but I'm sure, I'm sure when Denny saw it coming, he was probably like, whoa, whoa, you know, kind of like, whoa, whoa, he's way closer than I thought he was going to get. Um, I mean, that had to have worked in the simulator before for Kyle Larson, that, right? I was going to no say, other, I was I like, know. is that a product so. of, of, the, these guys doing no, so much eye racing. The, I, I, I mean, maybe a um, maybe an Xbox game or, or a PlayStation game or something like that. But that's the only that's way not. I could do it when I you know jump in the arcade version of like the NASCAR race. Like yeah, that's how I, I mean, run the whole all, race. We've all done that. We've all done <laughs> yeah, that at Daytona, Daytona USA, USA or try to do it. Do yeah, it. right. <laughs> I mean, I you, like in eye racing, that wouldn't work in eye racing either. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, you just get. I mean, honestly, every time I would see somebody hit the wall at Darlington in three and four, they kind of get sucked into it, you know? So I don't know what he did different. If he just got into it early and slaughtered up and got that out of the way. And, and, uh, but he, he surely made it interesting. I can tell you that. It was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was a crazy move. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that had to be, I mean, I'm sure if you guys watching it there, I'm sure you guys are like, he got a lot closer than you probably thought as well. Yeah. I thought For he was sure. going to pull it off. I, I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> at, the, at the rate he wins, I don't think – I don't know how you wouldn't think he was going to pull that off because I'm pretty sure, you know, Kyle Larson could get in a get in a, um, a jet ski race today, this afternoon, and probably win it too. Yeah, guy's incredible. <laughs> well, we look forward to you uh, calling the race for uh, for the number two car. You know, I don't know if I can get a get behind a two hat or anything yet. I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Well, you look good in one. I, I don't know. It's not my color. Well, Brian, uh, it's really well, funny because, yeah, like, that's you're probably where the Patriots are going to finish in the division, so you might want to get used to it. <laughs> well, say. it's funny, Brian, because, like, we've worn the Logano hat before because we support right. Joey and because right. he's a local guy, yep. and you're a Blaney guy, so uh, you might yeah. as well just get the last Penske hat. You, you yeah, might, might as well have like, the the whole thing. Make a point, I do. I've, I've got I've got some, some twelve stuff. Um, yeah, and next year you can get a six, right? Oh, boy. Because that's super local, you can't say no to that. I mean, that that's is, down the street. Fenway, yeah, I that's what I was going to say. I mean, if you're going to be a, if it's you're going true. by that route, I mean, that's local there. I mean, true. you know the the Fenway stuff. Maybe you can get some good Red Sox tickets next year. Um, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I, I wouldn't take them. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> how do you feel about your your Buffalo Bills? Because I mean, you guys really uh, handed that game away. Oh yeah, and if you look at the stats, they weren't they weren't terrible. They just Steelers are good. Steelers stuck around, and and um, you let a good team like that hang around. You know, I I think Mike Tomlin's a great coach, and 
obviously Ben Roethlisberger's uh, Super Bowl champion. So and he does not miss let, a meal, um, that guy. <laughs> well, he looks skinnier though. He looks they, skinnier. Yeah, he's still Big Ben. Yeah, <laughs> he still oh, looks for pretty, sure. I mean, he's still yeah, a big dude. Sure. So, but no, I think uh, the Steelers are tough, man. They played them tough last year too. And um, if the Bills don't make a couple mistakes there, that that punt deal, if that don't happen, and you know, we they convert on a couple other little plays there. They probably win the game still. But, you know, that's how it goes. And I think it's good for a team, especially as good as uh, they were last year, to kind of get a a check like this a little bit. And, and um, you know, especially early, I think. Then, then it gives them a chance, okay, look here. Like, we can't make these little mistakes, you know. And I think it's good to get that out of the way and, and um, show that you're human and, but, it, you know, kind of light a fire under you a little bit. So, you you know, you go out there with a little bit more attitude next time and not so, I wouldn't say, maybe confident or something, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, but the Steelers, I know, are, the Steelers are a good football team still, so. Yeah, I know we're feeling good. We'll, we'll see. We, now we have to beat the Jets this week. We're feeling good. Well, I mean, you, because... if you don't beat the Jets, that's, that's not good. I do think yeah. – I do like how Matt Jones looks, though. I think he's got a – that's what everybody around here was excited about. He, yeah, he I mean, this isn't solid. gonna be like a this is probably a three year plan here. Like I wouldn't expect him to be if he's gonna be really good till about year three. So yeah, that's a, yeah, that's how he's got a lot he's got same, a lot to learn still. Yeah. Same thing with Josh Allen too. Like Josh Allen's first two yeah, years. Yeah, it took him three ideal. years to figure it out. So Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you put good coaches around him, you know, which I'm sure they're gonna do. You put good coaching around them guys and teach them the right things, they're they're going to be pretty decent, so maybe uh, hopefully that's the path he's on. He he can keep progressing, but you never know, man. He might be the next Tom Brady. He might be the next Ryan Leaf. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> you a... never know, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I know. Chill. We, Think about that. We won't. Not, not trying to scare you. <laughs> we won't see uh, the Bills until we're like week thirteen. I was just looking it up. Week thirteen, yeah. week sixteen. So you know, we'll see. You yeah, guys I'm actually uh, going to attend the Monday night game. I believe. Oh yeah, it's December. So yeah, you'll be yeah, you'll Buffalo, be just chilling. Right? It's in. Oh, yeah, you want to go? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I don't think I you're go. gonna. I don't think you're gonna want to go to the Buffalo area though. So I've been to have, a cold to game a before. I have been to a Patriots Bill game before in Buffalo. Dot dot dot. I was in a suite though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want. I mean, you know, that it's weird because. Yeah, never mind. I've talk. heard so, stories. Uh, I was going to say it's it's always nice because Tom Brady used to always drop his mouthpiece. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, it's uh, it's funny. definitely there's been some good Monday night games. The to when to played them. Uh, yep. I really enjoyed last year's uh, Buffalo Bills Patriots game in New England. There, that was a that was yeah. a that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think I lost, Stephon Diggs had three fantasy, touchdowns, maybe. I lost yeah. my fantasy league championship because of that game because <laughs> Stephon Diggs scored more points than Josh Allen. The guy that I was playing had Stephon Diggs, and I had Josh Allen, and I lost by two points. <laughs> uh, well, hey, it was, it was a valiant effort on both ends, though. That had to be yeah, a no, for sure. for you. I mean, you, sure. if you were whoever you were playing, I'm sure you were talking back and forth, and <laughs> it had to be interesting. Well, yeah, because we were both Patriots fans, too, so we were both like, oh, sweet, another touchdown. But it was all like, <laughs> no, like – <laughs> that that's a that's a true New England fan right there. Oh, sweet, <laughs> yeah. the Bills scored. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love it, man. Well, awesome. I appreciate uh, appreciate you guys having me on again, man. I look forward to the next time. We always love chatting with you, Absolutely. and uh, best of luck with the rest of the playoffs. We'll catch up with you, and uh, you know, hope the family's all well, and you know, maybe you guys, yeah, you and all Dale good. Work out I appreciate you guys having me on, man, and uh, don't be afraid to call me back.
All right, cool. We'll talk to you, too. Thanks, DJ. Thanks, bud. See you guys. Have a good day. See you, bud. You too, bye. The Wicked Fast Podcast with Longboy and Timmy G. I feel the need, the need for speed. Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Cool. I love talking to TJ. He's awesome. I feel like he'll talk to us all day. No, I know. I know. And that's what makes him great. Uh, he's awesome. Cool. All right. So uh, should we hit yeah, uh, so, who to, Yeah, who to... just back to Bristol real quick. Yeah. You know, who's good, who's terrible here. Yeah. Um, let me just pull up all this fun stuff. Uh, yeah, so we were, the last time we were here was September 19th, 2020. So almost a full year since they raced on concrete. Yep. You know, I mentioned Kevin Harvick when Kyle Busch came in second. Um, all the playoff drivers outside of uh, Kyle Busch, Tyler Reddick, Amarola, Chase, and McDowell all finished outside of the top 10. I mean, Denny. Martin Truex Jr., Brad K., William Byron finished 20th or worse. Ooh. So keep an eye on that. I mean, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, that, that would be okay. That can't happen to Brad or William Byron. Yeah. But with that being said, over the last five races on the concrete, on the concrete, yep. the best actual driver in terms of fantasy points earned is actually Chase Elliott. He has five points really? more than Kyle Busch. Huh. Who would have thought? Uh, but most fantasy points overall, Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, and Kevin Harvick. Yeah, and Kurt so, Busch is going to be looking to rebound from uh, last yes, week. Yes, so. and he's very good here. Uh, yep. la- we've had five different winners. We haven't had back-to-back winners here in a long time. Harvick, Hamlin, Brad Kay, and the Bush brothers have been the last five winners here. So Interesting. You, to put Joey Logano... He's been sneaky good. Kevin Harvick, also sneaky good, still needs that win. Because who knows? That win for Kevin Harvick could really just put them into just leap, go mode. Yeah, right? Yeah, you know, because TJ talks about it all the time. We need confidence as a team. Yeah. And if you can get a win in an elimination race in the playoffs when you haven't won all year, to get that off your like, back. Let's go. <laughs> whew, well, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, obviously, you got to put one, if not both, of the Bush brothers into the mix here. Um, and remember, we've Eric only got Joe- the five – uses exactly. for each driver for the Eric playoff. Jones is also really good here, but all of his races have been in Joe Gibbs equipment. So, but Eric Jones, the driver has been great this year. I think, especially, you know, to compare him to Bubba, it's almost been night and day. He's yeah. had some great um, appearances or finishes, I should say. So Eric Jones is also really good here. You know, Ricky Stenhouse, you know, drives well here sometimes, but it will obviously be much easier next week to pick, you know, if Eric Amarola doesn't make it, you know, to throw Eric Amarola into the mix for a race. But I think you could have to go heavy again because I think everyone in the league so far has shown that they've gone heavy. Yeah, going heavy. Get the the points early. Get the points early and then hope it works out later. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Kevin Harvick and, you know, let us pray. (laughs) Um, And who do you got? Yeah, I actually have to think about somebody to pick now. Boy. I know. I'm going to go Kyle Busch. Okay. I think he's going to, you know, rebound, and he's not happy with the way his playoffs are going, so I think he's going to try to turn it around. 
and he is really good here. So hopefully he can uh, keep the bad luck away. Yeah? I I think so. I mean, I but I get it, but part of me really just wants him to be eliminated. I know. But Christopher that Bell, Denny Hamlin. How is Christopher Enter- Bell here? He hasn't really raced here that much. No, I mean, he's all right. I mean, nothing to uh, chit-chat about, um, but I'm sure he'll be fine. He's Christopher Bell has, is getting better and better every single race. Like yeah. They made a good call getting rid of Eric Jones. Christopher Bell is definitely the better driver in that equipment, yeah. if you will. Sorry, Eric Jones. You're a fine fellow. I mean, maybe maybe not better driver overall, just better driver in that equipment. In the equipment. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Have we talked long enough? I think so, right? Yeah, almost 50 minutes. That's not like us. Yeah, we've had we've had a long one here. Just, you know, TJ likes to talk. Love it. Uh, all right, you can always find us on the Twitter machine, at WickedFastPDCST, at WickedFastPodcast, uh, on the Instagram, Facebook, uh, BPodStudios.com for all of the fine Beasley Media Group podcasts, the whole family of them, all sorts of crazy stuff there. And then uh, Timmy G has his uh, Big Night Entertainment group of uh, podcasts with uh, banner banter and all your fun stuff over there right when's when's your next uh celtics podcast uh um we're currently got? uh shooting a video for it right now to do like a little movie trailer oh um, on, wow. on on really, what it is really put in a uh, lot of uh, extra work on that podcast Let's see how it is uh they asked me to do it because i don't want to do it i don't want this face i i do my podcast you have a nice face you have a nice face Andy. i have a face for radio we all know that um, I don't want to do it. They just asked me to. Because so you're, cause you're a star. Yes. You're a star. <laughs> Whatever. All right. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> and stop the live stream. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.